Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD. All right, Andy Katz joining me on Radio Row here in New Orleans. Where does New Orleans rank in the all-time host cities for the Final Four? How many Final Fours have you covered first? Uh, so my first one, believe it or not, I'm dating myself. I don't want to know where you were in 1992. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Three years old, rooting on the Chicago Bulls and all that. So, yeah, my first one was in 92. Um, New Orleans and San Antonio... Uh, consistently have been my favorites. But I also would say that New Orleans has provided great games, and so has San Antonio. So I'm a little skewed by that. I know everyone loves Indy. Uh, I feel like I get my Indy fill because I do so much Big Ten. So, uh, you know, it's not as novel to me to go to Indy for a Final Four because I'm there all You're there all the time. <laughs> Well, the only other Final Four I've been to was in 2018 with the uh, Loyola Ramblers going to the Final Four in San Antonio. So, um how are you enjoying your stay in New Orleans? Every guest I've had on, I've talked a little bit about the food here in New Orleans. Are you a big fan of the cuisine down here? I am. I will tell you, though, that uh, it's not a vacation. So for me, I've been in the Dome a lot. Uh, and the night I was maybe going to go out, we had the monsoon rain on Wednesday night. So I'm hoping Friday night and Sunday night, the two nights usually I can at least go out for dinner, uh, that I do get a good meal. Well, let's hope these games do live up to to the hype because obviously big storylines, big programs, Coach K, North Carolina. Um, it, are there any storylines you think people aren't talking about that they should be or something we should be focusing on other, other than the obvious Coach K, um, big-time programs, anything like that? Anything stand out that you think is not being talked about enough? Well, I would say this. Don't sell short the Kansas-Villanova game. Uh, Kansas was as, played as well as anyone in the country in that second half against Miami. Also, I was there in Chicago at the United Center. Their fan base is tremendous. Uh, so there's going to be a ton of Kansas fans here. You know, the easy thing is to dismiss Villanova because they lost Justin Moore. I wouldn't do that because Jay Wright's won two titles. Um, and also, there's a lot of talk about Duke. I really like this North Carolina team. I will not be shocked at all. And you say, well, there's only four teams left if they win this. I mean, they're playing great. Uh, Brandy Manick and... and Armando Baycott, that high-low is working really well for them. R.J. Davis and, and, and Caleb Love are playing their best basketball of the season. So, uh, you know, I think there's been a lot of emphasis, and, you know, I understand why, on Duke. But don't dismiss North Carolina and the other two. I talked to a coach here on Radio Row who said he thinks Bill Self is the best X's and O's coach in the country, whatever that may be to him. But he's, that's what he said to me. He's a big, big on Bill Self. Um, would you agree with that? What, what would you interpret that as? Well, I will say that he's coached. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm the right arbiter of that to say who's the best coach. But you can't dismiss his success in arguably the most difficult conference to navigate in the country in the Big Twelve because it's a true round robin uh, in incredible environments. So, yeah, I mean, I have no qualms with that. The Big Ten consistently is one of the best conferences in the country. They haven't won the national title since 2000. There were some early exits again this year. Um, I thought Purdue had a really good shot this year. Do you buy into the Big Ten teams beat each other up during the regular season? By the time they get to the tournament, maybe they're a little worn down. Or, or what do you make of the fact that it's been so long since the Big Ten teams come out on top? So a couple things with that. First, let's not dismiss that in 05 they had a great shot with Illinois. Uh, Michigan played for it twice, 13 and 18. Wisconsin, 
I thought was the best team in 14 and 15. And in 15, if you remember, Wisconsin beat an undefeated Kentucky in the semi, had a lead on Duke with five minutes left. So sometimes we have to wait and say, wait a minute, you know, they've been right there. They haven't won. I get it. Two things can be true. The last two years, they've had, with the Big 12, the best regular season. They deserved every one of those bids. They've had poor non-conference the last two seasons. They're both true. And one, the non-conference should not reflect on, excuse me, the postseason should not reflect on the conference season. And it doesn't matter for next year. To your point, one thing we're seeing that I do think they need to fix is at the point guard position. You know, think about these teams, Colin Gillespie, the way Jeremy Roach has played uh, in Duke's run here. R.J. Davis and Caleb Love, especially R.J. Davis, get into the basket. And then Remy Martin. Remy Martin playing his best basketball. So that's a little snapshot. But guard play, St. Peter's was all dribble drive, guard play. I think that's what has to change. The Big Ten has had great bigs and forwards and big guards and tweeners. They need to have really good playmakers, I think, to cross the threshold. Can I get a, an official prediction from you on who's going to win it all? I know you said you wouldn't be surprised, but who are you thinking? You know what? I, I'm going to – I don't know. I start, I'm starting to – I woke up this morning and started to feel like – feel North Carolina because no one's expecting it. And I think they're playing great. And so uh, I won't be shocked at all. I think, I think they could win it.